Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh my, Lucky here. It's the Pat and JT podcast. Pat and JT podcast. All right, we're back. Pat and JT episode nine. Pat and JT podcast. Uh, you could be listening on the website like my mom. You could be listening on Instagram. No, uh, iTunes, did Spotify. You just lie? I did. I didn't mean to. We are on Instagram though. Yes, we're or Instagram, Insta. Twitter, Facebook. Yep. Okay. You can listen to us on our website, patandjt.com. The other three are It's Pat and JT. That's right. And of course, also hear the podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Subscribe, rate, review. And John Carroll Experience is back. It was back um, in episode eight. Right. And this is part two. Right. Well, I, there was no way we were ever going to cram that into one episode. No. I know. Yeah. And I don't even know that we're going to be able to cram it in two. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we honestly, we were in kind of a serious place. Um, yeah. So here, so and the, then we, yeah. we kind of lightened it up just a little bit. But mm. we we're, what we're getting back to is we were talking about Jesse Smollett and and that whole situation with the, the potential of it being a serious hoax. Um, but it it and comparing it to John's place as being a contestant on Survivor, which just kicked off this week. Um, when you did Survivor back in two thousand two, you were the actual victim of a hate crime. That's right. And as that person, I don't know if you want to go into that. Um, so I guess maybe I'll just pick up where we were with. If you want to, yeah, yeah. if you want to, because I'm, I'm just, we're just trying to compare the two places. Yeah. So if you're just getting this episode and yeah. you didn't hear the first, I really, I urge you to listen to the Go episode listen to eight. eight first. So, okay, so. so the quickie version is that um, as we were talking about Survivor back in 2002, mm-hmm. we had listeners, but we didn't have social media. Right. And so, you know, because we were early on and, and you know, we would get in battles and arguments you know, and you know, I'm, there's been a couple times back in the day that I said something, and then I would want the moderator to just obliterate it because, and generally, they're you know, it was yeah. probably something in rash or you know, haste or mm-hmm. anger, right. and then I was just like, eh, that's not a footprint I want to leave. Well, now you go in 2017, you hit sin, and it's game over. Yep. You know, you don't you don't get that second chance to fix it. You know, mm-hmm. generally, you know, right? Because uh, they're making you know screen capture and bam, you've got it. Or like with Twitter, you know, you can try to go ahead and delete it. Sure, it's deleted on your page, but it's right. still you know everybody, everybody else, else has got it. Yeah. And anybody that's got it out for you, yeah. you know, it's on their phone. So yeah. social media and all that, it's just such a different animal today. And then this thing comes up with Jesse, and it just it's this potent stew um, because it just. You just can tick off the boxes of all the interests that are, you know, involved in this. And so by the time it's taken on its own life, you know, for example, and, you know, kind of where we ended before was with Jesse, one of the you know, rumors, because we don't know mm-hmm. if it's fact, is that he was going to be written off the show. And so that would provide motive as mm-hmm. to why he would go to such extraordinary lengths to, you know, do this allegedly. And, but then... Fox comes back and says, oh, no, 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 he wasn't going to be written off, and he is very important. Matter of fact, they kind of hinted in some reporting I saw that maybe his role might have been expanded. We don't know if that's true or not. Mm-hmm. I did see them complaining you know? quite a bit about the fact that all yeah. the, the writers are having to work their tails off right now trying to delete him from scenes. Uh, I bet. They yeah. said he's going to work. They, they were going to bring him in like for an hour and a half, 
and finish up a couple things, and then he's out of there. They didn't want him on the set. I can imagine. And they're cutting him out of all these scenes, and so oh. they had to re rework right. all these scenes. So, and again, you know, so but going back because we don't know which way because you know the pendulum swings mighty and fast. Mm -hmm. You know, especially in you know if you're a hypocrite. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so it, it can work both ways here, you know. So at one time, you know, all of the condemnation comes in support of him, you know, and then has quickly does that pendulum crash through the wall to the other side, you know, and those same people will turn on you in a dime. But yeah. here we sit here today and we really don't know one way or another whether he's done this because we don't have a confession, a confession. No. Nor do we have a verdict. But he's still at a sandwich so, in the phone. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. There's just so many things uh, that just make me so are, yeah. angry because yeah. I'm like yeah. the the amount of damage that he did with what he did. Either so we way, don't know that he we, did it yet. So we, that's we the, don't my know. Point. But either way, right yeah. now, the just the confusion that it's caused and the the amount. I think just the sure. amount of damage for for the the little man that that cried wolf. You know, all of a sudden people mm -hmm. are going once again, and then that's kind of like when a car alarm goes off in the parking lot. Nobody even looks anymore. It's annoying. Because yeah. it was yeah. you know, alarm fatigue. Very doubtful. There's right. a thief. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so, it, so, where I, I relay this is so as we've been going through all of this, and you know, now you know, 17 years older from the time I played, and all of the, you know, all the years that have gone by and experiences, and so, um, and now I see you know this moment happen, and it triggers a lot of stuff for me because, in my case, I was downtown in the old market mm -hmm. and I think we were Billy Frogs and um, and we were sitting on benches uh, like sure. park benches you know and and so we were four there were four of us at the table and so my back was two two young white men mm -hmm. um, under the age of 25 behind me which I briefly saw them but didn't really see much more than that and during our time eating and drinking, you know, somehow survivor, you know, being gay, all of those things came up. And I remember there was a substantial conversation had about those issues simply because it was 2002. One of the people there, uh, one of the law students' husband was in the military. And, um, and so that created a whole conversation. And so really had a great night. And, and so then we all left to go home and I went to my car. Unbeknownst to me, the two people behind me were following me, and I did not know that. Um, huh. And you know, I you know, I don't, I wasn't drunk, but I was you know probably tipsy. Probably shouldn't have been driving, mm. but um, but but just enough liquid courage mm -hmm. to create a potential problem. You, let me ask you: Had anything yeah. even vaguely remotely like this ever happened to you before? No, um, not in an LGBT and, way, uh, right. but I had two other. People when I was younger, bullies okay. who did significant um, yeah. harm, but nothing that potentially was going to be life you, ending, you had like no, what these nothing, guys were intending. Yeah, it's not. It's not like it was in your conscience. No. to be very much aware of my surroundings. You know, no. like how you know, always be on the ready. Always be. And, yeah. And, and, oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's like you know, you're, you're in Omaha. You're in. You're basically right. in your home. Your I mean, home. You yeah. know, but I've always been. Well, you know, as in the military, you know, I've just, and, and being a gay person, mm -hmm. you know, you develop. Probably a little heightened sense. You do. And it's, you know, it's like a spidey sense. Women or, are kind of the same way too. If yeah. you're walking oh, alone. Absolutely. You know, you have a little heightened yep. sense of awareness, but, yep. but there was nothing ever, I don't ever remember feeling like, oh. Well, I, you know, I kind of describe it as like a radar. Yeah. And the radar says friend or foe. Yeah. And, 
and it's just it's such a, 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 a snap decision it, it's just one of those things and I don't know once you you know um, I don't know if it changes you know because my you know childhood would be different than what it is now but there's yeah. just different circumstances different pressures that than I had to deal with mm-hmm. um, everybody knows the word gay now so I'm sure mm-hmm. that kids that are gay are being targeted earlier, mm-hmm. um, are being identified earlier, and you know, and then if bullying comes along with that, you know, and I think that's why you see such a um, a, a spike in LGBT mm-hmm. um, youth suicide and things like that. There's probably, um, there's probably more. Do you think those two, by the same token, that there are say on the other side, double-edged sword, that there's more inclusion too because of the conversations that have been had had in some homes earlier? Oh yeah. That that's I mean we're going in the right direction, oh. but it's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. social media is awful when it comes to all that, and I can't imagine being a kid. No, in this no, and it, trying to process all that. Yeah, and where it's all coming from. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. So going back to your story, um, so I lost track where I was. You were you on were, your way across the parking lot. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Thank you, guys thank you. Six. Thank you. Okay. Um, I'm, I was like kind of that's lost. Right. We can edit. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah we're good. <laughs> um. It's just weird because they talk about things being triggering, mm-hmm. um, and and it's true. And triggering can be different for different people. I mean, it, it can be really harsh um, and destructive, you know. But it also can be, as we said, wistful earlier. I mean, there's just this. Um, <laughs> it just brings up memories that you know have been long buried mm-hmm. you know yeah. um, and so in this particular situation when this all came up it just hit so many boxes for me um, because of just my own personal mm-hmm. interest in it being an LGBTQI member um, one of my closest survivor friends is um, is a gay black man mm-hmm. Bryce and this is a gay black man that this happened to mm-hmm. so you know I was instantly aware that my own personal connection and all that would be vastly different than Bryce's. Um, right. You know, and just any individual, but, you know, it, just talking about ticking boxes, I mean, these are his boxes. Right. Yeah. You know, he's right on television, list. he's gay, he's black. And, and, and so, um, and so I was very worried about the initial outcry and the condemnation because all the facts weren't in. And um, I grew up in a time with Tawana Brawley. Oh, yeah. And um, and that was a really tragic, it was just tragic across the board because there was just all kinds of different. There was so much in that story. It was just everything. I, everything, t- I just it, recently listened to a podcast about that again. And it, yeah. and it took two one-hour podcasts yeah. to cover so, it because there's uh, so much in it. So it, it brought up a Incredible. lot of those memories of, of that and just how damaging it was for everybody, you know? Yeah. There were no winners mm-hmm. in, in that story. Um, and so, you know, when I, but now that there wasn't social media back mm-hmm. then, you know, it's such a different thing because it's so instant and it's so extreme and so powerful. It mm-hmm. literally can stop corporations in their tracks. Yeah. You can, ru- no- you can ruin careers. You can ruin lives. Overnight. With- right. You yeah, know, you can make a career overnight. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah. it's, it, it's just crazy. So, you know, I see all these boxes, you know, being like ticked mm-hmm. off in there. And so, you know, I reached out to him and I said, look. I didn't. I debated whether I should even, you know, call you, but you know, 
here's my thoughts on what's happening. And I'm really, really worried about the combination, the condemnation and, and all that, when all the evidence isn't out there. And I said, here's the piece that I'm having the hardest time with. It was the fact of the unknown substance and it turned out to be bleach. And I told him that. And I said that, and I said, Bryce, maybe that's just the lawyer in me now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, but I just, I just, I just wanted to tell you this, you know, mm-hmm. and just, because either way, either way, yeah. it affects him. Yeah, and, whether it's and true I didn't know how to not, say right? it, other yeah. than you know. And really, what it came down to is, I love literally, I mm-hmm. love Bryce, mm-hmm. um, and um, we have a really nice connection, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's authentic. And he, and he calls Chatty Uncle Chad, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and he is just one of the dearest, kindest, yeah. smartest, talented people I've met, and um, and I just felt like I, I just needed to reach out to him. And I wasn't sure why. I mean, I just other than it just because I was so worried, I guess, that there would be this rush to judgment. And I just didn't want, you know, the emotion of it. Right. And then have it just oh. blow up in, in everybody's faces. Yes. So Tawana and I talked to him about Tawana Brawley and I don't know, you know, we didn't really say anything more than that. So I don't know how much that registered or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't, you know, an important part of the conversation, but it was just more like articulating <clears throat> you know, that piece of information and, you know, maybe try to protect them in a small way, just like by the facts, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and just, you know, let a few things come out before you retweet something or, you know, and, and Bryce, he's really, that's just not his style anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just still, you know, a big concern. But, but it, so when it's all said and done, you know, it hits all of these, yeah. these boxes, you know, and, and then I'm also in the business of telling the truth. And the truth is so important. And right now, when the truth is being bent in ways that none of us can have any control over and have little understanding of how much we might have to pay for what we're going through right now, mm-hmm. regardless of what side of the aisle no, you're it's, on. It's on both sides. It's, and it's, it's yeah. awful because you're right, because it also tur- it makes people tune out. Well, and, and I'm just worried about what it's doing thing. to our institutions mm-hmm. and what it's doing to us foundationally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you, the house can only withstand so many cracks mm-hmm. before part of it's going to give, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so, you know, kind of going through this whole whole thing, you know, it brought back the um, yeah. event in, you know, 2002. And so what happened to finish that story, and then we'll get to the fun stuff, okay. <laughs> um, is so I go to my car and I'm driving up Leavenworth and I'm probably at maybe 20th or so and um, this car pulls up next to me and unrolls the window and I thought they were going to ask for directions or something. Sure. I mean that's really what it was so I just unrolled the window and the passenger flipped his uh, seat back flat and the driver, first I thought it was a gun, um, had a knife and he hurled it. At me and it hit the I forgot about this. It hit the well of my window and bounced away. And uh, you know, I was basically oh like God. F you, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, you know, Irish temper instantly, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I shouldn't say bad words. I'm not on the radio anymore, so I can say F you and oh god, that felt good. Feel I better? Need a cigarette. <laughs> And I don't even smoke. No, we have another drink. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It is. I will tell you this. We are having drinks for real. We are. It's It's later in the afternoon. Yeah. It's a snow day today. It is. Yeah. That's that's so. It is for real. Um, So what happens? So it bounces off. Wow. And then you know I take off up Leavenworth. I get on the freeway. Mm. They're behind me, chasing me. I pull off on Forty Second Street. 
and for whatever dumb reason, I pull off on the shoulder to go out and confront them. Oh my god, which is a smart idea, best idea you could ever come right. up with. Oh my at god. that point, is oh my yeah, god. two people that are chasing you. They just threw when, a knife at you, right? Who just threw a knife at you, and you're like a thirty-something gay dude who, you know has no business being out of their car on the off-ramp. Even if you weren't 30-something, nor gay, nor dude. No. Right. Yeah. You should not be getting out of no. your car right now. Never. Never. And so I'm all like huffy pants, you know, <laughs> coming to rumble. And so... Huffy pants. So, I'm that's like, the name of this episode, right? A, it is. There Huffy we go. Remember pants. I was saying you have, to, yes. you have to, this is per chat, you have to label you know, a title for everything. It's Huffy Pants. So me little Huffy Miss Huffy pants. pants is like going to go give them a thing or two and maybe get into a rumble. And then all of a sudden, a third car um, pulls up behind them. It's my friends. Oh, wow. And they're screaming out the windows, knife, 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 knife. He's got a knife. He's got a knife. And I'm like, huh? And I look, and the kid is holding a knife that's open down the side of his leg. As I'm huffy pants, mm -hmm. going to go up there and give him a piece of my mind. Oh, my God. Dude was going to carve me up like a Thanksgiving yeah. turkey. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So oh. what did you just turn around? No, back yeah. Around? Huffy uh -huh. pants was like, Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> like you said before, turned on your heel. <laughs> Out of here. Uh, I was like, I crossed my arms and blinked, and I was in my front seat. <laughs> Yeah, if you're too, if you're like under uh, the age of forty-five, you no, will not no, recognize the above I, that's I dream up. of genie reference. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's funny. But for the rest of you, yes. you can get a towel for your stress incontinence. <laughs> well, that could have oh ended. My God. I mean, so thank God for your friends. So I jump back in my car, and I just in the back of my mind, I remembered there was um, always a police officer right at this gas station. So we. Got around the corner on, on 40 Grover? seconds, uh, right on the corner, right, right? on Grover, right yeah. there. And we pop right in there and um, that, that and, and we gave there. him a report and <laughs> gave him all the information. And then wow. an investigator called me, you know, within like a week or so after that and said, yeah, the license plates, you know, that you get, they, they were reported stolen. <sighs> so, I mean, these guys were up to no good. Yeah. Yep. You know, wow. they were in a stolen car with stolen plates or at least stolen plates on a car that was untraceable. I was like, they targeted you. So what happened? We, we know that they were out in a stolen car. Well, here's, here's, you know, ultimately what happened is, is, you know, it's one of those things is if you have motive and opportunity, mm -hmm. you know, some bad stuff can happen. Right. So if homophobia, you know, rage, mm -hmm. whatever it is, is, is their motive to cause harm, you know, an opportunity was I got separated from my little pack of friends went to my yeah. car by myself like you know you can every single day right but at that point i was isolated yeah. and you know i of course i was in my car and i could have made different decisions you know and who knows how that would have turned out but but what happened is is they were behind us the the air force guy saw them mm -hmm. so what i didn't know was they had followed me to my car and thought i was okay so they actually had followed me twice Wow. The oh, first time was geez. when we got up, they saw them follow me and they followed them and they didn't do anything probably because mm -hmm. they were following. Then they got, ran to their car and then caught up with us and followed me a second time. And Isn't that crazy that these guys were at Billy Frogs? Right. And I, I think right. that's where we were. It's with all those benches in I the corner. I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Right uh, Billy, that's, um, 
Mr. Uh, Toads? Uh, Mr. Toads. Mr. Toads. Yeah. You know, I can't keep it's my amphibian frogs, straight. Toads. Frogs, Toads. Uh, Especially whatever. when you're drinking downtown right. in, in the old market. I've been down in the old market for a long, eight, so long just to walk around and drink. Yeah. You know, there's Let's a, open a place called Salamanders. There was, you know what? There was a <laughs> couple bars. Axel Otel. Do you remember there, the Axel Otel? What's that? I don't A-X-O-T-O-L. It looks like a salamander with gills and lives in like in a cer- certain cave. Axel Otel. Um, wow, yeah, it look, yeah, that guy. Ooh. I don't know if I want to go drink at the Axel Odell. <laughs> yeah. When I lived in Phoenix, there was a place in Cape Creek. We might have to decorate no, that logo up a bit. There was, there was a place in Cape Creek that had two frog places, uh-huh. and it was the horny toad and the satisfied frog. <laughs> and they were owned by, I believe, if I remember my story correctly, it was a, uh, a couple that had gotten divorced. Uh-huh. And so you had the horny toad and the satisfied frog across the street. So she the horny toad, he the satisfied frog. I guarantee it. I think, I think he's the horny toad, and she's, she's the satisfied. frog. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's I'm not enough. sure, but I, I I can't remember. I know there was some story because I know they were, they were related. I'm pretty sure it was a divorced couple. Eventually, they were divorced. Maybe they weren't when they built it. Maybe not. <laughs> you know what? I just thought about that. Like horny toad and mm-hmm. the satisfied frog. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? That was just straight up like male privilege in my head. That it would horny ha- the horny toad could only be the dude. The horny toad. Yeah. See, that's why I thought it was the, the instigator. That you know, because rarely the, is she the and satisfied frog. frog was after the horny toad <laughs> made a move. See, it could have been either way. Right. No, but think about that. I, I mean, I did. I there. was like, I gotta Google that. Yeah. What happens if you Google horny toad? Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. You do <laughs> it. about satisfied it. frog? Do that. No, well, I think horny toad would be safer. Horny toad is a. That's a real thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's got all those little spikes yeah. on him. He looks oh, like yeah, a, it is. It looks like a little miniature stegosaurus. Yeah. Without the spikes. He does. <laughs> Satisfied Frog, Arizona. It says, yeah, it's still. On That's there. a town. No, it's on. It's near uh, oh. near New River. It's, it's in Arizona. Satisfied <laughs> Frog. I'm moving. Um, <laughs> Satisfied Frog, Arizona. First of all, I have no water. Oh, and guess so. what? It is uh, Crazy Ed's Satisfied Frog. What is that? So he is the satisfied. He's satisfied, frog. and she's so, the horny toad. Now we look up the horny toad. How about Mound City in Missouri? <laughs> Talking about cities that sound That's weird. That's the first. That's one the that... worst. I, every time I go through Mound City, I just—it's just, it's just you terrible. Feel, do you feel dirty? Yeah, it's just terrible. <laughs> I hate Mound City. Cape really? Creek. Yeah, I don't know why. I've never been to Mound City. You have to, don't you? Have to go through it to get to. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I've never been there. You just hold your breath the whole time. <gasps> yeah, like here we go. Kitchen this <laughs> on the mound. Don't get a boner. Don't get a boner. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Dead you, cats, well, dead yeah. cats, I'm just dead guessing cats. Mound City, that wouldn't be real appealing for you, but I'm not sure. Maybe it's a different mound. Uh, don't you, you, you have your, right? you have your, your word or your thing for don't get a boner, right? Uh, you had to, okay, well maybe this is just my world. Communal okay. showers, you know, you're yes. 13, oh. 14, 15, you know, testosterone's flowing oh, through your body. Yeah. The wind blows, high. like junior literally high. you cross your legs, oh, you get a boner. Were, were you, you guys know. in junior high, the boys' showers were just one big room? Yes. Mm-hmm. So were the girls. Yeah. And and you want yeah, to talk you about. you don't get boners. But girls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like but, that's like the worst girls, thing you could ever do in eighth grade is be in a locker room <laughs> shower but, with okay, well, 20 other <laughs> kids. And yeah. pop a boner. The worst. Worst. Well, the, or, or, or at a school dance. So you know dance. what I did? A school, school dance. dance. You know what my what showers your... every day whenever I had to like do a yeah. communal shower, it was like two parts. Three parts. <laughs> oh, God. I have to go in there. <laughs> so like the psycho. And please, God, don't let me get a boner. <laughs> and then number two and three was ice cold water, 
looking up the sky and saying, dead cats, dead cats, dead so cats, So ice cold, would cats. you pour it on oh your boner? No, it just all over me. So oh. I never got a warm shower. So I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, was cold and I would just think about dead cats. And then dead I would cats. literally envision roadkill oh of God. dead cats. That's how and I didn't get a boner in eighth grade. Oh, my God. And that's how I didn't get a boner in eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> Junior high dance was terrible. I've told this story on the air before, but I, I, I didn't remember. have that problem. I, well... Fair enough. I didn't. Thank God. I I used my I used my belt. I'd like yeah. to go I'd go into the bathroom and yeah. tuck it behind it my down. belt. No, up, down. Oh, oh. oh honey, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez, oh. who do you think I am? Down. <laughs> Were you to, reading hip hugger? I'd have to. I have to. I have to, I have to, I have to <laughs> What's that pink lipstick doing on your belt? <laughs> you got some gum on your pants. I would literally, it'd be like setting a mouse trap. I'd put that thing under the end of my belt and just barely hold on. And just, I had to to keep, I had to keep room for the Holy Ghost in the middle. Otherwise that mouse trap may have gone off. You were tucking before drag queens were tucking. Yes. So here's what my problem was though. Um, It's even more gruesome than that problem. Because literally when I was a senior in high school, like this is when the VCRs like first started showing up and we had a big movie night and it was like four or five couples or just you know that many people and, yeah. and a few of them were high school you know sweethearts so i was dating a girl and and you know i you know at that time i thought i was dating a girl right, right. Um, until we decided to watch the movie cruising oh man with al pacino yeah. right and she's sitting on my lap, and at some point, I get a boner <laughs> during cruising. And I'm like, hmm, hmm. that's different. <laughs> what? like, What's going on? Whoa. I may have to rethink my priorities. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm now super confused. <laughs> this is what's dead happening. cats, dead cats. <laughs> like, dead, dead. There was like, no, dead cats. Like, no, these cats are alive. You were, all, you were way past <laughs> dead cats. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> oh, no. The one other time that was just as bad, I was literally in law school. And we were hanging out and, you know, we'd been drinking and somebody just put Girls Gone Wild on and I got a boner. Uh, uh, yeah. that's Like that's with two us, girls with two and girls. literally went into the bathroom and I'm like, are you f***ing kidding me <laughs> now? I was like, no, uh-uh. No, no, no. We are going to have a talk right no, now. No, 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 no. This is not an <laughs> this option. This is against my brand. No, <laughs> no. Because there was no penis on that screen. It was two girls. I'm like, I'm not talking to you for the rest of the week. <laughs> Flash forward to one o'clock that morning. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hello, I'm so sorry. Can I, can I, please don't be mad at me. Come here, let me hug you. Oh my god. Four hours later. Yeah. So oh. you gotta you gotta now, come back sometime yes. when you're in the very like in the next week or so. Um, you know, if you can, a couple weeks. Well, well considering is, my office is downstairs, right. probably, <laughs> we'll just gonna track you down. Yeah. Long I'm sure he could find me. We uh yeah because we. I hope this thing know, was not an entire train wreck. No, I don't know that no. any of it like goes together. But I have that weird you know, feeling a, a long time ago on the Fridays when you would come in. I had this feeling of. I don't know if it was going to be diarrhea or throw up <laughs> or anxiety, but I've got that same feeling and it feels so good. Just, oh, a, just good. a real yeah. quick little, a little side note here that when we first started working with you, mm-hmm. we did not have a delay oh, in yeah. the in the studios. Yes. And a delay, for those that don't know, it's just a little button that you push when something might be said that's inappropriate or incorrect or right. whatever it might be. And it gives you, it dumps seven seconds of the conversation that you just had and then it picks right back up again. And after we had to buy one because <laughs> literally they had to invest in one because yeah. John. and that's a story that we'll tell another time yes. I'll tell you what was it he said is that the yes can I say it no. now no not, not yet. yet okay we're gonna save that yeah 
Mm-hmm. So we'll reboot so the Junk Girl experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode today is the ninth. This is number nine. Well, here's why I just want to say to the two of you. Yes. So just kind of wrap this up. Is in 2002, you guys were gracious enough to just put me on your fledgling show. It was literally in your first weeks of being yeah. there yeah. when we all connected. Yeah. And then I came in for that first day, and then it was like, wow, this is pretty cool synergy here. And then I came back, and it was just like lightning in the bottle for me because you have to understand, 30 million people watched us. I was old enough not to fall into the trap, but I still, fame you know, affected me. Yeah. And spending the time with you during those years on those Fridays, just being myself, my authentic self, talking about my past, talking about my future, um, talking about my love, you know, talking mm-hmm. about friends, you know, doing all that, but doing it with the two of you in 2002 um, was just such a gift. And I don't know that you two um, get enough credit that you were brave enough to allow me to be my reverent self, my authentic self on those Friday mornings in 2002. Because I can tell you, because people have told me that made a difference. It made a huge difference, well, whether was it was parents to child or other yeah. children. So yeah. now that I don't have to worry about editing, now I get to talk, <laughs> just be really me. <laughs> and you, we never we never once looked at it as a no. great, it was just, no. you are a great guy, you were hilarious, you, you told about a great, great story. That's yeah. what we loved it because yeah. when you came in, it was always great energy. But and I don't know room. that you would know that until time goes by yeah. and then all of a sudden you go, oh, I was just being a regular person of yeah. like, hey, let's do this. I wasn't thinking about like where I fit in history we or right. time. We weren't making, yeah. uh, there wasn't like any motivation no. um, to politicize or to to protest or to, But here's the know. thing, JT. I know because both because seeing it myself and being connected to you for all those years, mm-hmm. I know that there were many, many tough moments mm-hmm. because of me and mm-hmm. who I was. But there was still, you had to like defend your turf you had to we, kind of push it wasn't, back. It wasn't tough for us because we believed in what right. we, we absolutely believed, So it wasn't well, tough. There was no question in our mind. And and some of that came from within. Right. Yeah. Oh, um, for sure. Oh, yeah. Some of the, some of the worst stuff came from within. Came from right. within. And it was, never, it was never an option for us. It wasn't anything it was tough. Right. It was like, it is what it is. Right. Like, We're well, not doing anything about it. And I will tell you, <laughs> 17 <laughs> years later, there is not a month doesn't go by that somebody doesn't bring up my time with you on the radio. And I sometimes think and really believe that most of the time I believe that that time was more impactful than even my time on Survivor. Survivor was a big fame, crazy, oh my gosh, you're on television. The time on the radio was really connected and authentic because I was, there was no editing. It mm-hmm. was just me. No. You know? And, and, it's, and, it's, and it was it's just this, us. And it's this And our energy and just having yeah. fun yes. and telling stories and just being friends, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's really what it was about. And, and God bless and, Omaha, too. Because yeah. honest to goodness, I mean, Omaha's yeah. a great place. And, and look, you literally are one floor above me. Right. I can you believe office. it? Yeah, so. sucker. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll see you next week. All right, thanks, John. And I, I hope that people tune in and it's going to be even more fun. Absolutely. We're going to pick up right where we left off it is a reboot so i'm excited it's gonna and be so great we're gonna have his special story in yeah. there. yes yes what <laughs> almost got us fired yes uh, <laughs> still ptsd okay so like okay. subscribe review our podcast anywhere you get it itunes on our website pat and jt um and also all socials we're all the socials pat JT, right? it's pat and jt mm-hmm. any on anything on social and give us a call and leave a message let us know what you think 402403 wist all right thanks, guys. thanks for listening. pat and jt podcast a Parkville Media Production.